Let me tell you a story. If Darren Atkinson bothered to draw up some kind of resume, he could reasonably mark down the following skills. Self-starter, entrepreneurial, independence, patience, persistence. Now, if he listed his work experience, he'd probably put down professional drummer, former studio owner, roadie, clerk, and dumpster diver. Dumpster diving, turning trash into treasure for a living. He's been doing this going on 20 years now, and from what I can tell, the gig mostly involves riding around industrial parks on the outskirts of Toronto, roaming past hundreds of businesses, all empty, dark, quiet, and lonely. Did you say it's lonely out here? It looks, yeah, it's kind of a, there's a lonely feeling about industrial parks at night. Well, they're not really built for uh, the people world. You know, people go there and they work there, you know. They're used for the sake of human invention, capitalism, business, whatever you want to call it. And at the end of the day, when you go home, they're forgotten. Check this out. Brand new in the pack. Look at that. Samsung. Disc repair. Look at these amps. This is cool. Bring it on. Remote cool. control. Look at this stuff. Nice brand new batteries. Oh, you got to dig this. This is going to be good. That's called data cable. That's worth 50 cents a pound. Thank you, brand new. Let's go. That is a telescope. It's not smashed. Okay, we'll take it. Whoa, there we go. Phew. I can trade for something. And I'm going to get a nice phone out of this. I better get in here and take a look. Look at all the helmets. What the heck is that for? Oh, yeah. I love this. This is a tiny laser. Ah. Yeah, you can't do this job and expect it to smell nice. Come on now. Finished. Now, it's a choice, this career, he tells me, but it didn't start that way. Years ago, moving to the big city, digging around for work, the struggling musician made rent, got by, by rooting through trash and selling what he could salvage. My name is Darren Atkinson, and I'm securing my artistic dreams with uh, garbage that I hunt down and pillage from any place I can find, dumpsters, the side of the street, you name it. And it works, I'm free. He's free. Free to roam these empty industrial parks alone at yeah, night. Yeah, some odd stuff here. We got moose antlers, deer antlers. <laughs> free to sell or trade what he reclaims wherever he can. Well, a garage sales and if I go to ham shows, flea markets, computer fests. For whatever he can get. That's an empty toner cartridge, you see? And these things are worth anywhere from 10 to $15. So in the east end of Toronto, sort of way east, almost Scarborough, um, on the Danforth, there is a storefront right across from a grocery store, and it says Basics um, in white lettering, hand-painted. The white windows are all covered up from the inside. They're just stacked with what looks like junk. Plastic bags, lots of cardboard boxes. This is one of Darren's five stashes that he has all across the city. Hey, how you hey. doing? What's up, Dominic? How's the spring cleaning going? Oh, it's great. I'm sunny today. I need a pair of shades, and you're taking yours off, and uh, look what I got here. I got a pair of my own, brand new. Look at that. What do you think of those ones? Even better than the other ones I had. They're nice and silver? 
Yeah, they're, they're free. That's the best part of them. I... The place is rammed with junk. There's this narrow path they can walk down, like a woodland trail that weaves its way through piles of randomness. Old drums here, a big stuffed animal on the shelf up there, a cash register, an old PC, a box of wires. Boxes, boxes. Gizmos, boxes, widgets, whatchamacallums, just everywhere. Cable after cable after cable. You know, there's not really that much order to it. I mean, it, it dep it's, more like a, it's more like a timeline. Something I got six months ago, something I got two weeks ago will be closer to the door. Something I got six months ago will be buried. I'm always trying to get back that far. Whether I get back that far is another matter. I've got an area where I'm doing repair. There's electronics and whatnot. That's, there's a, an area where I'm repairing optics. There's an area where I'm repairing uh, photography stuff. So all the high-tech stuff's in one area. There's an organ. Yeah, well, there, yeah, there's um, large musical equipment around. It just doesn't have a plate. I can't really stack that. That's huge. Just boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of trash. If it's not bigger than a banana box, it's in a banana box. This banana box contains some fresh finds. Now, sometimes, there was more of these, but I didn't take them all. These are dozens of tea lights, and they're inscribed with the names of a marrying couple who, I'm guessing, never quite made it to the reception. Darren tracked down a batch of these and bagged a bunch. In the old days, I'd come back and keep taking it all, but, you know... I've, I've matured <laughs> as a, a garbage hunter. The hunter. Darren the garbage hunter explains his job as he digs through this box of tea lights. It makes me feel a lot better than being called a scavenger, but I do believe I'm actually at some process and I am hunting down things on the basis of some plan. And here is that plan. And why Darren thinks he's more hunter than gatherer. I never liked the idea why well, you would see where a predator had had taken an animal down, but my father would always say, well, that's one, one, that would be one of the weaker animals. So in a sense to me, I wonder whether the people that are throwing stuff out are inefficient and that's going to come back to haunt them. And that in a sense is a weakness. So I'm kind of, I kind of tell myself, I'm just preying on some of the weaker companies out there. Their process is wrong. They're not careful and they don't appreciate the value of things. So therefore they're making mistakes. They're like a weaker animal. So I'm taking down or, you know, scavenging on the carcass of an animal that's the weaker one, right? And that is capitalism. So tell me where we're going right now. Well, we're going to, jeez, uh, I forget his name. He just called me up. Now, Darren also makes cash working as a drummer uh, in a number of indie and tribute bands. And that network of struggling and flat broke musicians, they'll pay okay money for previously loved gear, like gooseneck microphone stands. Yeah, but uh, he's a musician, he's going to use them probably to mic a bass drum or something low to the ground. And he says he's willing to give me $50 for them. So, uh, capitalism calls. <laughs> um, what, what, where'd you find the goosenecks? When someone gets, when they shut down an office, you'll see, or someone get kicked, when they move, consolidate, or someone's fired, they'll just empty everything off the desks. And these were just, along with the other office accessories, dumped. Along with the kitchen cups and all, just, you know, everything. So you put the ad up on the website on Kijiji and he called you up and now you're going to go see about whether you yeah. can make a sale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let me get him on the line here. Hey, how are you doing? This is Darren. I'm, I'm coming along College Street now. Well, I'm coming from Spadina and I'm heading... Look, west. Darren's not raking in the mad money from dumpster diving. He says he's made 16 grand in a year and he's made 40 grand in a year. It all depends on how lucky he gets and how hard he works the sale. Okay, well, I'll probably be there in minutes because I'm, you know, I'm rapidly 
cut through. But it really depends on the process. <laughs> okay, great. So, Cheers. before any money exchanges hands, and like any other business, right the dumpster economy oh. depends on minimizing expenses while maximizing returns. Hand the stuff is gonna hand me the money. You need a process. This is the next one, isn't it? I think so. Okay, if you're gonna drive in the night, you wanna find as many right-hand turns and circular, if not figure eight type of arrangements you can so that you're not stopping at lights, making a left-hand turn, wasting time for minutes on end. So in the course of a night, you can shave off 45 minutes to two hours in the same uh, run. It's about shortcuts. It's about doing things to save time. I can be more efficient now. I know how to make those decisions when to opt out. Before, I would think, wow, I found all this stuff yesterday. What's wrong tonight? I'd be out here for seven hours. Sun would come up. That's why I've used that term. The sun would come up. I'd still be out here getting stuff. People would be coming to work. But it wasn't very efficient, and it wasn't very wise, and it wasn't worth it. And it damaged my social life even more than it already has been damaged by this. <laughs> there, there are prices to be paid by driving around alone at night, spending hours and hours. I mean, you know, you have to pay the piper sooner or later for the energy you expend, and that means it's hard to get up, which I do now with my kid, my son. I get up, oh, baby boy, I get up early. I have to, and I do it. But, I mean, you know, you pay the price. You're tired. So Darren's got work-life balance issues to deal with. And who doesn't? Two kids he's got now. And a wife, Jessica, who, well, I bet you're dying to know what she thinks of all this. As you, you wanted to speak to her today, but as you can see, she didn't want to comment on it. She has her reservations about what I do because, well, she just does. So I accept that, you know. If she doesn't, you know, see that there? There's two tires on the side of the road. Those are motorcycle tires. Did you see that? And with that... Jessica's replaced by something shiny. Okay, we're going back to get that. Let's check them out. Tires by the side of the road? Okay, anyone can score that. It's when you watch Darren weave his way between empty buildings and carefully picking which dumpsters to inspect and which to pass on. That's when you realize it takes a bit of skill to make it worth the time. That's a good point. I'm glad that came up. You have to keep your eyes open. You know, you gotta keep looking around. This is Diving 101 here. Yeah. if Even though you think you know where you're going, always assume that you are touching the tip of the iceberg. Or the tips of many, many, many dumpster lids. You come prepared. I've used boots and jackets out of the garbage before going in the garbage. The snake knife's not out of the garbage, but the adapter that allows me to use double A's where C batteries are used is out of the garbage, and all the batteries are out of the garbage. So I use my own supplies to do my job, usually. And this is a good location because I can hit these three buildings all at once from one parking job, right? Instead of driving around. These are little small little tricks that you'll use because what you really don't want to do is drive in and out, no, cover extra distance, you know, for no reason. This happens a lot. In this bin here, it looks like someone who doesn't work here is illegally dumped, which gives me a bad name, which I don't like. And often with the cost of throwing out garbage these days, people illegally dumping a lot of commercial bins, which is a problem. And then this one here. You do have to watch, sometimes there's animals like skunks. <laughs> so, you know, skunks, rodents, small animals, hazards that come with the job. But when hunting on the fringe like this, it's not just the animals you need to worry about. Two brothers in particular I've had physical altercations with. So, 
you know. How ugly has it got? Well, in one case, these two guys, one guy approached me, and suddenly he's behind me, so I was kind of scared. But it was a large bin. There was so much in there, I wasn't taking it all. It was these little candle sets that were with the basket, and they float in water, so you can, and you can put in this nice-smelling stuff. There's boxes and boxes of them, so I took some. These guys go, well, that's illegal. You shouldn't be taking the garbage. And I'm going, yeah, but you're a garbage guy too, so you're trying to bamboozle me here, like, calm me. I said, there's plenty in there, so why don't you just take it? He goes, no, you're going to put that back. This guy went to take a swing at me. I opened the door to throw the stuff in as he lunged, and actually the door hit him by accident. He fell back, hit the garbage can, so I'm thinking, great, is this a concussion? What happened? I really didn't even, you know, it sounds like I was a genius there, but I didn't even mean for that to get that bad. But then his brother's in the truck idling, so he gets out and comes sliding over on his running shoes in the snow, pretending he's writing my plate down on paper. But then he's going to standing in my road, so I can't drive away. So I'm going, okay. I said, you have to get out of the road because I'm leaving, unless you plan to do a citizen's arrest or something. What is it you're trying to do? He goes, I'm going to get your plate, man. I'm going to get your plate. And he was like 20, 30 feet away. Kept getting closer and closer. And I realized, you're not trying to get my plate. Comes up to the door, starts punching in the window at me. My window was open because I was trying to talk to him. My instinct was to swing a punch back or two. I don't know what happened exactly. And then to make matters even more unusual, I started to roll up the window to try to push him out. His arm got caught in on the top. I wanted to try and drive away. He was kind of caught in there like a, uh, an animal in a trap and yanked on the glass and the whole window exploded out of the driver's side. When he fell back, however... He I broke started, your window. Yes, he's, I started to drive away. I ran over some bumpy stuff. I don't know whether it was ice or his legs. I don't know what happened. I left... I told some police that were parked somewhere. They didn't even want to know. They said, you know, are we going to investigate two guys fighting over garbage? You're wondering if what Darren does is even legal? I did. And technically, you're not trespassing until someone says you are, so dumpster diving exists in a gray area. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't the occasional brush with the cops. I've probably been stopped over 400 times. How many times have you been cuffed? I've probably been cuffed about 50 or 60 times. Darren's looking for profit, not trouble. So he manages his business carefully, bound by a set of personal ethics and general respect. Nothing. Hey, you see that there? I might want to check what's in that tube, but I won't. It's not in a bin. This might have, sometimes there's like photographic paper. I don't know what's in that tube, but I'm not going to touch it because it's not in here. So, unfortunately, it's next to the garbage, but not officially in the garbage. That's right. It's like you're penning for gold in a stream of waste, and you only work your own claim, not the neighbor's. Aha, this looks interesting. What is in this box? It's a pretty big box. Looks like somebody bought a computer system. And let's see, sometimes if you don't get the computer system, you get the accessories that are worth money, like those are rails for servers. Rack rails. Those will fit. Ah, I won't take them. But in another case, I might if they were the right kind of racks. This isn't the kind that'll fit audio racks or media racks. If they were, I'd take them because spacers and rack equipment's worth money. I know about it because what I do as a musician, everybody has racks. Make your choices on site, move on to the next bin quickly, and be prepared for a lot of disappointment. That is dirty in there. I'm glad I don't have to go in there. And that is too. That's hopeless. The rookie Darren made lots of mistakes. Wasn't picky enough, didn't know to be choosy. He'd simply grab everything he could find. I could probably empty this truck again and again and stay out here till the sun comes up. And I still wouldn't find all there is to find. The veteran Darren knows better. I mean, if I get enough that I can make money on the night, pay for my overhead costs, find some interesting things along the way, and do it without 
any hazard or hassle or you know injury, then great. It's pretty simple approach. And having spent about 20 years doing this, you get the feeling Darren wouldn't be Darren if he didn't dumpster dive. If I was a millionaire, I'd probably in my suit, if I seen something, get in the garbage can, and why shouldn't I? Actually, I've been in the garbage can in a suit. I realized I was going to dry clean the suit anyway, so I just got in the garbage in the suit and the dress shoes. Wait, wait, when was this? <laughs> probably about four years ago. What was the event? I just come back from a funeral. So a buddy's funeral won't stop him? I'm established. Why would I stop doing something that works? How about the disapproving stare of a loving wife? I found all these kids' books, you know. She thought those were great, but, you know, most of the other stuff she doesn't want to know about. So, you know, um, and I'm not embarrassed, and that's the way it's going to be. Well, what do you think it is about what you do that Jessica doesn't like? I don't know if it's so much about what I do. Maybe she thinks I could do better, or I could do something she could talk about freely to people. And why she would think that, why she's conditioned to think that, I don't know and I don't judge. Because, really, this allows me the flexibility I would have at no other job. Hey, how you doing? Hey, man. Look at the stands, man. They're cool. super heavy duty. And the good thing about the goosenecks is they're not really worn out yet. Yeah, yeah. Because the problem with stiff. a gooseneck over something you can tighten is that... So many of Darren's nights are spent finding and selling trash. Thank you very much. Tonight, he's made 50 bucks. It's not as linear, maybe, as it would seem. You know, garbage isn't like, I just get this thing and I sell it and I go and sit and have a beer. It doesn't work that way. Usually I have another plan to take it and do something with it, and then it gets traded for something, and then I meet that guy and he wants to record something, and it just keeps going and going like dominoes. It sets off a chain of events. You know? Like any veteran hunter, though, Darren's figured out how to track his prey. He can predict where the next big score will likely be. He knows what's worth the effort and what's, well, garbage. Look at this. That's a really big, very effective rack. It's really kind of cool to watch him go. Take a look around. Hang on, let me come in. You just sort of have to dive in with him to get it. I call this prospecting. I'm studying the can before I do something about it. What you see here is a lot of stuff. Physically, there's tons of stuff here. You're going to try and move this by yourself, good luck. If you dig through it without a plan, you're going to waste a lot of time. So what I do is I study what's here. You take a look. I got I core sample, and I will tunnel if I have to. I work in corners, because stuff don't fall in corners. They're neatly square. That's always the easiest place to work out of the corner. Once I've assessed the can after five or ten minutes, you know, once you've done it this long, you can make a plan to take just the best stuff quickly, the least amount of work, and not get hurt. So this well, is how it's done. Common sense suggests you keep going even when the finds are few to dig even when it doesn't look like you'll find much, and to trust that what you do find has value to someone somewhere. Check this out, it's brand new, vintage Hot Wheels. You know what that's worth? Yeah, the Hot Wheels set was pretty cool. It's a 1970s toy garage type thing. Okay, I don't get this one, but I, you don't argue with me, you find stuff. I'm not convinced he's going to get much money for it, but that's the thing with Darren. One. He's either incredibly optimistic, more Hot Wheels cars, or incredibly delusional. Okay, I'm right. No, no, some of these things are worth five or six hundred dollars. Because they're totally collectibles, right? Yeah, this is now this is the stuff I. Oh, I great. For. We're done. I've been to comic book fairs, hobby fairs, gun shows, ham shows. And I'll tell you why. You get the big bucks. You get the people put it in their hands at these places and they'll give you the money. Mm -hmm. Good good price. 
Or I could sit on those Hot Wheel things that could depreciate, get munched, the boss could get damaged, I could yell at somebody for doing that, and maybe get $75 more later. Or forget I ever had it and move on to be a drummer, which is what I really want. My son might want to play with it. You know, If I like it enough, I'll give it to him. Well, I'm going to leave my son a tractor trailer load of uh, heirloom stuff. In 40 years now, he's going to open it up. I don't have stocks and options and all this, but he's going to open a time capsule. That's what my son's going to run on when I'm gone. Right. People are laughing, but one day they won't be laughing. I may not be here, though, but they won't be laughing anymore. Over the years, lots of people have come up to me, and the longer they see me do this, some of them actually probably think about it for months as a genuine friend, and they come up to me and put my hand on, their hand on my shoulder and go, Darren, you know, i got to talk to you. You know, you're having a child, you're getting married, you're getting this age, you're moving here, you're doing this, and you're still going through the garbage. You're like, you're like a scavenger, not a hunter, you know? Do you really want anyone to know you crawled out of a garbage can because you had to do this and you didn't have enough nerve to get a job and get a bank loan? Who's going to give a musician a bank loan anyway? You know, I mean, I love the fact that people care, but really, they need to, you know, just let go. I got process. You've seen it. Hopefully it makes some sense. I think if people knew more, they'd realize this has been perfected. I'm using probability out here, game theory. I'm not just a sca random scavenger. I'm thinking about what's of value. So why would I give up something that works? I don't need to be saved.